1: Welcome to After Lodge, episode number 43, or as I like to call it, the meaning of life plus one. Joined as always this week by the right, worshipful, grand censor Bob, the moral compass of After Lodge, dictated to us by the Grand Lodge of our fair state. Also being joined by the worshipless producer, Bruce. What's up, guys? Nice to talk to you, Bruce. There's a puppy in the parking lot again, who I have been feeding puppy chow to and playing with, and he gives me puppy kisses on the face. (laughs) And finally, we have the Jew you can trust, the Hebrew that we all believe in, the one the only, Harlan. It's a worshipful Harlan
2: said what I said. And thank you for those fraternal honors. And this going uh, say, he's,
3: he's thus far been way nicer yes. to you than he normally is. I don't, know. Don't I'm start correcting scared. him already.
2: And this uh, As, ruggedly, yeah. handsome, bearded, somewhat slimmed down fellow is mean somewhat. my what you co-host Jason. What do you oh, mean somewhat? So, oh, okay.
1: What is this somewhat that you're saying? Mm. What are yeah. you down to now, buddy? Uh, I mean, do you want me to give my actual weight on the air?
2: I don't know. It's up to you. It's not on the air. Two twenty, ah, so that's like half a Mason now. Yes, We're exactly. Have to put you yes. back to the craft. How,
3: how convenient, because <laughs> Jason himself uh, is yeah. half a Mason. I set you up, but
2: oh, hey, oh, there it is. Oh, there, there it is. It we is. got the that's wink right. and nod from Bob, right. so it's all nice. it's all nice. good. Apparently, he agrees. Mm, I do not appreciate that, Bob. Are you a member of the Order of the Eastern Star, perhaps? That that explains a lot. Ho- that explains a whole lot.
1: Hmm. Why do they hate you so much? He has seen his star in the East <laughs> and are come to worship is, him.
3: If it's is. just one, it's is. Uh, you and know, I would take that down he, we, not, uh, not they I would take that, that down and hide it somewhere.
2: But I'm him. afraid that there would be like this bright work white work. spot on the wall where the picture was.
1: I guarantee <laughs> there would be. There is Probably a good 20 years of grime, smoke, skin flakes.
3: There's been 20 years of smoke on there just since we started recording the show. (laughs) That's true, yeah.
1: Uh, Yeah, behind that picture would be a bright white square. The
2: flesh of failed initiations and who knows what else. Yeah,
1: (laughs) The flesh of failed initiations. I saw them. Never mind.
2: It's Halloween, man. We got to play it up. Spooky Mason, since nobody sent us ghost stories.
1: It is. Uh, do you guys want to go down to Halloween that haunted episode. lodge? No, no, I do not.
2: I'm really convinced that place is actually haunted.
1: <laughs> it's not, dude. There's no such thing as ghost. I didn't say ghost. you in- I just said it's haunted. You're an intelligent man mm-hmm. in your 20s, and you're believing in ghosts. Do you watch no. like Paranormal Activity and think that it's an actual, like, real, true story? That nah, that movie was a letdown.
2: What I'm saying is this lodge Because you found out it wasn't real.
1: I felt the same about the Blair Witch Project in my day, buddy. You'll get over it.
2: Lodge is extremely creepy. And, uh, you know, it's an old Civil War holdover and some cool stuff. Sounds like fun. They'll let you spend the night.
1: Let you spend the night? Yeah. In the lodge? Yeah. What, do you have to pay or something?
2: No. No, you just have to be in with the right people.
3: Are we okay? People, I think it's
2: a running game with the guys from that lodge. Is that they uh, they spend the night there? There's one one Saturday or Sunday a year where they try to get guys to spend the night, and none of them ever make it through, except for the secretary. Well, he's the only one that's ever spent the full night, and he's just crazy.
1: Here's my plan. I am going to go there. I'm going to take Oreo, my dog. I'm going to put on a green shirt. I'm going to make Amy put on some thick black rim glasses and a yellow sweater.
3: <laughs>
1: and we're going to find out that the ghost of that lodge is actually the old man who runs the amusement park next door.
3: And he would have mm. gotten away with he it. He would
2: have gotten away with it, yeah, if it wasn't for this darn podcast.
1: Yes, exactly. I do not believe there is such a thing as a haunted anything. I'm a grown-up. I do not believe it. Mm-hmm. Do you? I mean, do you really believe in hauntings, Highland? I mean, like I know, like, listen. That's a
2: complex subject.
1: I, I went to a kick-ass Halloween party last night. Uh If you want details on this party, you're going to have to listen to the other show, because it's not this show appropriate. All I'm going to say is there was a puking Roman gladiator, and my wife was dressed as Flo from Progressive, and that costume worked quite well. And... um so I'm not really firing on all cylinders to refute your ghost allegations. I don't
3: think he's firing on any cylinders. No,
2: and I made no ghost allegations. I said it was a complex subject, more fit for the tables of our esteemed after lodge than this secretary's desk of this after lodge podcast.
1: I mean, plus I don't want to talk about it without the chaplain here. Well, the chaplain believes in ghosts, no doubt.
4: Well, like, that's yeah, just of his the thing. holy
1: variety. Well, those and others. There's more than one? Oh, yeah. He believes Uh in demons and possessions. Oh. He asked me one time if I had Constantine's number.
3: Constantine.
1: Said he needed Keanu to come over and clear the building. That's an old movie to make a reference to, I would
3: say. I don't know. I can't do anything with that reference.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, Harlan. Sir? How was your week? It was all right. It was a good time. Was it? Yeah. yeah I, uh... Wasn't bad?
2: No. I mean... You didn't
1: hate life like you do every other week?
2: No, no, I did. But oh, I mean we're talking okay. relative here.
1: It was like every other week, just not any worse. Yeah. It uh... was still bad. Mm-hmm. But there wasn't any extra sprinkles on your crap is what you're saying? Not particularly. Well, I mean, you did some traveling this week.
2: We we did. Oh, yeah. Jason uh, almost gave some old men a heart attack uh, when he showed up at a lodge in our district. Uh-huh.
3: That he had never been to before?
2: Well, he'd been, but Jason hasn't traveled outside of this lodge
1: in i mean, I've, uh, in a decade. Rarely. That's right. not true, but rarely, yeah. I, I rarely go to other lodges because they all do it wrong. Mm. Right.
2: Mm. I can't think of the last time you've been somewhere that wasn't like a Grand Lodge mandated thing. Thursday. Well, yeah, Thursday. I meant before that.
1: No, I was at that lodge uh, this year. That same lodge I was at earlier this year, too.
2: Yeah. Hmm. <clears throat> Regardless, sure, it is a singular circumstance, although it won't be. People will be tired of seeing both of us oh. here in a few months.
1: Mm, before long, they will definitely be tired of seeing us. Although, uh, Bruce, uh, he's not really traveling with us. What's up with him? Do you think he's too good to, to roam with us?
2: Bruce is taking the healthy habit of avoiding Grand Lodge associations at this stage in his Masonic career.
3: I like that answer.
1: Did y'all hear that? I think it's lodge is haunted. Did y'all hear that?
2: This lodge probably is. I don't know if it's haunted by ghosts or if it's haunted just by the general demeanor of its members. Or it could be the master slipping around in here doing his ninja thing again. I'm waiting on him to Moving pop up over there to chair next to Bob. Until he's right behind you. <laughs> it's creepy, man.
1: Well, I mean I one thing we do have to talk about is yesterday I was up here after the breakfast. Uh and you guys all try to peer pressure me and eating donuts because I have no real friends. And uh, instead of supporting me, you guys are actively working against my goals and dreams and hopes. And uh, I wrote it in my journal last night.
3: And, I mean, haven't uh, we been saying this all along? Yeah. You this have. Is, how is yeah. this news? I
1: used to think it was jokes. Now I know it's for real. Oh, okay. um, and the chaplain is very upset that the Grand Center Bob, uh, Bob, that you have... Uh, taking his role as the spiritual leader uh, of this podcast and lodge that he is the chaplain of this lodge and whether you are appointed by grand lodge or not that you uh should take a back seat to him and he is very angry about it and he intends on putting you in your place
2: that's why he hasn't been here for any of our recordings lately um he was very upset that i don't, the, the most upset what set him over the edge was last week at lodge when the chaplain wasn't here and bob sat in his chair yeah
1: he is very upset about that. Yeah. He is not happy at all Nobody about that. Nobody sits in the chaplain's chair. See, what happened was, is, is this was apparently off the air, but when the chaplain was on the show the last time a couple weeks ago, Bob had a stern talking to him after he left the show, and the chaplain is not happy. He is going to do some bobble thumping, <clears throat> and yeah. not the good kind, Bob. Not the kind you, that you do. Uh, he is not happy.
3: I think the uh, chaplain needs to look over his alignment grid, because uh, although he may have taken over some of his duties, the chaplain's like lawful good, and Bob's like true neutral. I don't, no. I don't think you can compare them.
2: No, I believe our chaplain is chaotic good. Yeah, chaotic okay. good. Yeah, and yeah. Bob would just be lawful neutral. Yeah, lawful neutral. Uh, I don't. I, Maybe I think neutral, he'd be true, neutral neutral. Mm. No, he's here to enforce the rules, whether they're morally correct or not.
1: Mm. That's kinda yeah, lawful neutral would be letter of the law and not spirit of the law. That's a point. Alright. Welcome to D and D Cast. I'll concede conceded. This week on the twenty right. side die we have It's your role.
3: <laughs> the point is they're not in the same. Where how however you place them. No, no, they are totally different characters. Yeah. So despite sharing some of the same duties. I am
1: thinking about getting an entire uh like five gallon bucket of KY jelly and having a Greco Roman style wrestling match to the death. Kentucky sells jelly? That's Yeah, I think so. That's not gonna work. Wait. You put it on you put it on those biscuits you get from KFC.
3: Wait, what? Oh I love
1: those. Yeah. Yeah. Those are oh, I biscuit. get it. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's like KFC what oh yeah, KY jelly got it. Okay. Harlan, I consumed
1: several adult beverages last night and I'm following along. What's wrong with you, brother? I had a long night. It was just at home. What were you doing at home, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> what happened at the Harlan residence last night? Uh, I was working. Work Working on what?
2: That's none of your concern.
1: Mm, I think it's maybe a little more mm. you're home, you're Working. You'll you? find out when See you anybody? and
2: everyone else in the world doesn't wake up because I blew up the whole thing.
1: Was anybody helping you work, buddy? Is there a, maybe uh maybe your wife's helped you work on? <laughs> My daughter
2: lives there, you sick, <laughs> sick puppy. <laughs>
1: That's right. You guys gotta go in the backyard now because it's your daughter's house now. How can, you, how can you maintain blow up a the separate world? residence?
3: How can you blow up the world now that your daughter's in
1: yeah, it? Yeah, your daughter's in it. Are you gonna? Oh, he's gonna do the oh, Superman. Oh, look!
3: Do you see that? He hadn't thought about it. He had not <laughs> thought about it until right now.
1: No, he's gonna he want to. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh. oh, <laughs> <shit.
3: laughs>
1: I mean, he's gonna do the Superman. He's gonna put her like in an Apollo type space capsule, <laughs> blast her <laughs> off into all. space, and then yeah. blow up the world. As I like to call it, the Galactic Moses. Yes, the galactic Moses. Good plan. Yeah. And leave it to a Jew to call Superman the, the New Age Moses.
3: Yeah. Well, you know,
1: floating
2: in a river, floating in space.
3: You, you think she'll land safely, though?
1: I don't know. Nobody
2: knows that when they put that basket in the river.
3: Well, yeah, but they knew there were probably people somewhere down it. That's true.
2: Yeah, but it could have been the people that, you know, wanted to stick a knife in him.
1: Yeah, well, that's Who
2: true, Who wants too. to stick
3: a knife in a baby? Aside from you.
1: Harlan.
2: Ramsey? I uh,
3: beat you to it. <laughs> oh. What I, okay. <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean it's kinda
1: of got you there, Bruce.
3: Still, it's I mean that, that that was a much higher chance of the baby living than just sending it off randomly. Like do you have a a, a direction in space you want to send her? Like do east. you do you think? Which way is east in space?
2: It's a good question, isn't it? Oh.
3: <laughs> Towards the sun. Obviously. Yeah. So you're sending her at the sun, yeah? Okay, back, back towards Venus. <laughs> past the
2: sun, <laughs> back towards Venus, where women
3: are from. So past the sun, but not through it. No, you go around the sun. You f-ing detour around. Huh. What's the matter with you? It's yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. There's
2: no there's no pens.
1: Here, here, there's take mine. Pencil, take no,
2: You jot this down. You know, if we had the chaplain here, he would just be writing this in his notebook. That's true. We, we can just look at his notes for yeah. our edits. Bob, you really need to go make peace with him because he does a better job of interacting with the hosts than than you do.
1: Yeah. Yeah, he understands ham radio, and he's good to go with the ham radio.
2: We should also talk about you sitting in chairs around here that are reserved for other people. He's not even a member of this lodge. You, You can't sit in the East every time you come here.
3: He says he can. He He's looking, yeah.
2: You know, the master never offers him the crown and gavel when he comes to lodge he just because he's afraid he'll take it.
1: Well, no, he just goes up there. <laughs> you were not here last meeting? He just went over and took it.
2: Uh, I was in and out the last meeting. I mean, remember? like, he got
1: it irritated at something the master said. He just walked up there, yanked it off his head, and took the gavel out of his hand. Hmm. It was not pleasant. Bob, Bob, Bob. He's really got some kind of like a dictator type personality, and I've about had it. I'm about ready to go gorilla on his behind, <laughs> and not the jungle kind. Well, mm. I mean, not the animal kind. Try again. Not the... Just. I, I'm talking about the kind who, like, fight for freedom. <laughs> oh,
3: no! Stop! Stop! Stop. <laughs> Here, write down what you want to say, and then read through it a few times before you say it out loud, because I don't think there's... I don't think you're going to no, come up with that one off the top.
1: Poppycock. Dare you say that? So Bruce. Sir. How was your week,
3: brother? Did you have a uh, good week? Finally. I thought week? we were just skipping over that. No. You have I mean, week? I thought we good? were too. I mean I no. I had a pretty crappy week, but it was like hundred percent work related outside of work. There's really nothing to say, so hmm. all all that other stuff I was gonna say is I guess You just went maybe, home. Maybe and maybe if there was a Went Home whatever and whatever my it. job is podcast yeah. related. Yeah. <laughs> That version of me would say that on that show. Yeah,
1: gotcha. So like you would just get off work and then like your your like personal life would just consist of you eating a Oh no, not of- even
3: that. I ceased to exist outside of work. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. Oh, I like, thought maybe I, I you get would... in my car and just pfft, disappear. Mm.
1: Like you're, you're like And then, person, then it reappears at
3: six A.m. the next morning. The person you know, like, who only oh, exists in my dreams I was just like, here.
1: Yeah, and you're not real. I would I just and have your this Your dreams. Me- yeah. Well, like you know, the people in my dreams, like whenever I wake up, they're just gone. They no longer exist. You dream of me working? No, 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 just random people. Like, you're one of those people, except work is your dream. I might be retarded can, Car- today. Carlin,
3: can we, can we just move on here? I, don't, I, I, don't I was going to think that. Uh, but Which, I, was in, I was there's there's not much coming from this well, the area problem the problem over here. the problem was i
1: had this really good like image of bruce because his week is just basically work apparently of eating like a can of tuna like a can yeah. of starfish tuna like <laughs> directly over the sink with just the lid off and like a plastic fork like just nothing else this i mean i can't life. even put
3: it in a bowl you know <laughs> no said, no just right can, out of the can That whole
2: like Life consists of work and not much else is pretty much how the rest of mankind lives. Yeah, I know. You, you live in a bubble of your own like fantasy existence where that's not the case.
1: What do you mean?
2: Explain. Because the rest of us, that's that's what we do.
3: I I work too. I think he means like everybody else works more than four hours a day.
1: I work more than four hours a day. Yeah.
3: Well like work work. Not, I work, work work
1: like four, more than four hours a day. Okay. I have children. I have a loving wife. I don't know who, but she loves someone, I'm sure. (laughs) I mean, yeah. I can't. I can't.
2: Don't. I can't. Nope. Is it you? Oh, the new guidelines. Easy, Bob. I wasn't going there.
1: (laughs) She was dressed as Flo last night, buddy. I know. You know how much Mm -hmm. you like Flo? You want to see a picture? Here. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, like, she was just in the apron, so it's all good. Yeah, how you feel um, about how you feel about that? Buddy?
3: <laughs> <laughs> nice I, costume, man. How, how do you feel
2: about that? It was a nice costume. Well done. <clears throat> Flo is an incredible saleswoman. <laughs> Her business acumen she, is impressive. She sold a lot of reason.
1: She sold a lot of insurance policies last yes. night. There are going to be some uphe- upset people on Monday when they realize that she wasn't really a salesman for Progressive. They are going to be well done. Not happy. Well done. Doesn't matter. We got their down payments. Yeah, you're going to need a lawyer. Uh, I have one. <laughs> mm.
2: Conflicts of interest. No, well, no. Uh, here's here's uh, the best uh, part. Of I'm pretty sure
3: we agreed he gave that money back. No, and also didn't.
2: because seeing you put away is it, it, it's a conflict. No, no. no. Of interest uh, I'm not the one selling the insurance. Yeah. I
1: know you're going to keep her out of jail because you have a vested interest in keeping her out of jail. Her. Yeah, well, I'm what not going to jail. Didn't sell any insurance. I went last night as Dave.
3: I'm pretty sure you took all the money. Rico.
1: Nice. Oh, good point.
3: The real trick is going to be point. getting him convicted, but getting her off. That's, be That's
2: not to that do. hard. All I got to do is On Rico talk to the prosecutor mm-hmm. for like five minutes. Yeah, look at this guy, Piece mm-hmm. cake.
3: How can you even? Okay, never mind.
2: I'll explain later. It, I'll, it, yeah. It's not as simple as it sounds. It's.
3: You just said it was. I just I don't I don't get nah. with one person. I mean, don't you need more than one person? Don't you have to? I mean, isn't that part all of it? All you have to do is he's, prove. He's gonna roll you into it. As all you've well. got to do
2: is prove that there was more than one person. That doesn't mean they all go to jail or that they're all guilty because each case is an individual case. Got it. Okay.
0: Right. Okay.
2: There have been plenty of cases where the ringleader was identified in the schmuck's case, and the schmuck goes to jail, but then the ringleader in his individual trial gets off the hook.
3: Did you see the movie that Vin Diesel was in?
1: Uh, agency Law.
3: No. Uh, and I'm not talking about, like, Pitch Black or any of that. It was, it was one where he was, he was part of, like, an Italian mob... And they all, they all went in for... Did you see
1: that one movie Vin Diesel was in where he played a tree? He was really good.
3: I mean, what?
1: He played a... <laughs> can I... Wh- a tree. His best anyway, friend was talking Anyway, I don't remember the name raccoon. of the movie, but it's, can, it was... Can we rename was, the whiteboard? It was like too. a bunch
3: of... Like a hundred people were in, in on this Rico thing and he... Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a court movie. I don't know. You would... You would whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. <laughs>
2: Can we just rename the whiteboard to the no? Jason needs to read the name of the whiteboard. Whiteboard,
1: (laughs) (laughs) and we're going to move on to the whiteboard at this point in time, and the show program you're listening to at this point in your life. (laughs) 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 And it's called the My tail fell off again whiteboard, and I read that completely wrong. It should be My tail fell off again. Yeah, that's the important
3: thing. No, no, no. Whiteboard Um, and the you can say normal.
1: the my tail fell off again white whiteboard i can't do it i gotta do it all or nothing dude (laughs) it's all or nothing (sighs) all right so the first topic. (laughs) why do i come (laughs) here the first topic Hmm. on this uh well because you're eeyore and you know you're gonna be depressed whether so, you're here or somewhere else. I
2: just have nowhere else to be.
1: Yeah. Okay. I mean it you're just gonna be depressed. It yeah. doesn't matter where you're depressed. You're
2: it's just a serious you know. clinical issue, and if I were to be depressed, you would feel pretty bad about pushing those buttons. No, I wouldn't. Uh, he wouldn't.
3: <laughs> he a normal really, person would Yeah.
2: I mean like you have told people, <laughs> him you were just dressed as he were for Halloween. People have like serious <laughs> clinical diagnoses with depression. Are we gonna start making fun of cancer patients next? Is that, is that if the... I
1: find something funny about it? Yeah. Okay. Good to know the gloves are still off. So uh, the first topic on that, my tail fell off whiteboard.
0: You <laughs> can
3: at least take solace in the fact that he can, he can't do that one simple thing.
1: <laughs> he can't.
0: It's impossible <laughs> for me to do it.
3: All right.
2: It's like we're twelve. I love it. Right, mm-hmm.
1: confessions of a bad Freemason. Oh, uh, I sent this Giggity? one. This, yeah, this one. No, um, no, this is the sad guy. Is, yeah.
3: is this where Jason tells the story of last night? No, this is the one where <laughs> this is
2: Jason's, <laughs> Jason's probably never the one telling that in this story. thread who who is making fun of the guy because he
1: has Aspergers. No. no. Oh, so you did read it because no, I of just sent it this I morning. It. it was new. I didn't know if you got a chance to get but, to it or not.
2: Like the guys in the comments, this guy went. Took his degrees, went through the Scottish Rite, did all all of the things that a lot of us do, and since that time has not stepped foot back into a Masonic lodge yeah. function of any kind.
1: Pays his dues, mm-hmm. but doesn't go.
2: And somebody called him out. Yeah, because you know, he has a clinical issue. Yeah, nah. I just I just figured it was you. I didn't even look at the no. name of who posted it. Just no. You no. Know.
1: Like my point on the whole matter is yes you have an issue that makes this hard for you but my suggestion to you would be is to try because if you get to know these guys it may help through uh what do they call that like when you're really afraid of snakes so they dump you in a bucket of snakes
2: I think that's just cruel.
1: No, no, no. They they (laughs) (laughs) they do it like on like TV shows where like, and then they come out at the end after they immersion therapy, maybe. Mm. I'm not sure. Seems like a bad plan. I have to call my sister. Well, no, but like if you start attending your lodge and and you really have Asperger's syndrome, and you start attending your lodge and and talking to those guys, and, and maybe you can get comfortable around them and 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 work on that. To help you in other aspects of your life, possibly, although I am not a psychologist, and that could be the worst advice ever. So consult your physician before you attend lodge, yeah. please.
2: I do believe uh, your sister will probably be, probably be leaving you an angry
1: voicemail. It,
3: it, well, when she listens it to the show. Won't
1: be the only reason.
2: Well, yeah, I get but it'll be on the list. Week. Yeah,
3: I don't. I mean, is that form of therapy a, a real thing? I don't know. Or, or is is it something people did like I mean, hundreds of no, years no, ago? I, no, I've I've heard of it in like the past
1: ten years. Like people that are, which it kind of makes sense if it's like a phobia to some extent. Like uh, people who are agoraphobic, uh, a lot of times like they'll go with their therapist to like crowded train stations or the airport, and they're with their therapist so it's it's kind of a little easier cuz a therapist can help talk them through it but they just do it and then doing it more and more uh, re- like hmm. i don't know it, it makes the phobia less yeah. i mean i, I get that like, but but that may not apply to what this gentleman has like that may be something that can't be changed through actions at all and maybe i don't know i mean you know, my
2: therapist knows that i have an asshole phobia so he makes me come to this particular lodge every time the doors are you open. You know,
1: my therapist has a uh, aversion to people who make me have to figure out where more edits are by saying things we're not allowed to say, I think, intentionally.
3: Mm-hmm. So you do this podcast? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. That so was we're all story. in the right place then. Yeah. There, he, there are no problems yeah. here. No, he wrote
1: it on like one of those RX prescription pads. Go do a show with a Jewish lawyer. Who annoys you?
3: Now, y'all just need to think on a second what kind of phobia I must have to have been put here with you two MFers.
1: Yeah. Now, let's move on. I think he's afraid of beards and Jewish
3: people. You know...
1: (laughs) Hang on. This is (laughs) where I
3: would come? Like, there's nowhere with Jewish people with beards I I could go?
1: (laughs) (laughs) A Jewish person with a beard you find trustworthy. A Gentile with a beard you find frightening. I. I think he might but be a Nazi. For annoyed. several years of my life, what? I had a
3: longer beard than you
1: have right now. Wait, what? Uh, no, that's true. His beard was long. His beard was crazy long, dude. Back in the day,
2: it's gone now. Yeah, there is a God.
1: What proof? Why was that checkmate atheist? Did he did <laughs> he lost his genitalia and become <laughs> a woman and shaved his I beard off?
3: I don't understand what either of y'all are saying right now. Nor do we. <laughs>
1: Worst show ever.
3: Anyway. No, you say that
1: after the show. No, I'm saying it during because I already know this is the worst show ever.
3: Anyway, since I'm apparently not going to be able to get over my phobia of beards and or Jewish people. And see, I think... I think no, it would just be or.
1: I think you're... And, and, like, this is just a rumor I heard, and you can confirm or deny It's not true. Rumor.
3: I know you're about to be a edit. Yeah, I'll
1: probably be an edit, but... Uh, what I heard was your grandfather came to this country under the Project Paperclip. He was a Nazi <laughs> rocket scientist, and then you came over here. Uh, well, you weren't born yet. But well, that apple came
2: over fell here. off the tree and rolled down the hill and down the creek. Are
3: you calling me dumb?
2: No. Hmm.
3: So it's going to be like this, <laughs> right. you know? For Jason, for about thirty seconds there, I regretted naming the whiteboard what I did. Now no. I don't. Uh, it's that, that, that sliver of no. sympathy I had, or maybe even empathy. It's gone.
2: No. Nobody at this lodge is capable of empathy. I no, was. No, you're not capable of empathy. Until you took empathy. the last piece of it. I'm a smith. I make more smiths. It's what I do. So
3: what's next on the, my tail fell off again, whiteboard?
1: Oh, he did it. Fantastic. Yeah.
2: Outstanding. Um, this is square masons who tend to be round.
1: Well, the comment was from someone who is not a member yet, and I found it very appropriate for all the crap I've been receiving lately, so I decided we're going to talk about it on the show. Okay. So, uh, he said, I'm not a Mason yet, but I understand the theory of intemperance and excess. But there seems to be a general perception that most Masons are rather rotund fellows, that they are taking food to intemperance and or excess.
2: As opposed to taking fitness and dieting to intemperance or excess.
1: It can, that's a double-edged sword, sir. You're it correct.
2: Is. Yeah, the pendulum swings both ways. Yeah,
1: you're, you're absolutely correct. I believe that that is something that most Masons, and I'm not just talking about, I know, it didn't go over my head. I know what you're talking about. You're saying I'm going too far, and what I'm trying to tell you is I'm not where I want to be yet. When I'm where I want to be, I will maintain, and I will have cake occasionally and ice cream occasionally. But I'm not there yet. But my point is that is one thing that I think all Masons forget about.
3: Nothing there was there was something up there. It's gone now. Yeah. There's a
1: green floating orb just disappeared.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it went through the ceiling. Yeah. It's gone, dude.
1: Um and not and I'm not <clears throat> <clears throat> <clears throat> throat> Sorry, go ahead. And I'm not talking about just in food wise. I'm talking about everything wise. I think that is one of the lessons that we are first taught that we do not take to heart.
2: I agree. And I
1: believe I've been just as guilty about this as any other brother.
2: More guilty. It was I who joined this fraternity and gained 50 pounds.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um I know what you were doing. <laughs> um but, I, I mean, we all know the brother who is more or less an alcoholic. We all know. I mean, I think most of us have something we do too much. Mm-hmm. And I think just from my point of view, that is one of the most ignored teachings of Freemasonry because some people will look at it as, well, they're just talking about alcohol. I've heard that a lot, that that just refers to alcohol. But I don't believe that's the case. I believe that refers to everything and anything. That you need to keep the level of whatever in check, whether it be work, well, the, whether it be not work.
2: The whole lecture on that is about rendering the mind tame and governable, Yeah, which doesn't happen when you're morbidly obese, because your mind is on getting the next step and then the next step until you finally make it to the lodge room.
1: Well, yeah, that too. Yeah,
2: Yeah. Not to mention all the hormonal and focus issues that come along with.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm even talking about, like, I know guys mm-hmm. who work too much. I know a few of those. I know some of them. Their tail is fell off. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something that should be taken with well, It's a symptom much. of guys who borrowed too much or, you know. No, well, and, and <laughs> I know you think I'm talking solely about you, yeah. I am not. I am also, There are also guys I know who are working eighty hours a week.
2: Yeah, but I take Albert Pike's stance on that from a certain Scottish right degree that to labor is to worship.
1: Is that magic
2: too, or no? That's that's a quotation, as opposed to an incantation.
1: Hmm. Do you often spurge incantations?
2: Only when I've got the little doll that looks like you that I'm sticking pens in. But does that explain why my back's hurting today? I hope
1: so. Fantastic.
2: Uh, yeah, but yeah, you, know, you know, to labor just to worship. I, I bought did, into that.
1: I, I disagree with that. To some you have extent. a limited
2: amount of time on the earth.
1: I believe to accomplish what you can. But I believe that's also missing the lesson of the rule.
3: Yeah, I don't really. I mean, maybe I'm missing it, but I don't agree with it either. Mm. Why don't you expound? On I mean, that, he's son. giving us the shifty
1: eye, like we're a couple dummies <clears> over here.
3: <clears throat> well, he's he's behind the established position, and you know, maybe it's just because I don't get it. But I mean, yeah, to, I, explain I, Maybe it to I don't him. agree either. Break it down. Break
2: it, yeah, no. educate us, son. It's just a degree in the Scottish right. I was just making an allusion to Albert Pike, who's been wrong about a lot of things. Well, You're using that
3: quote to support your side. I so was. explain
2: yeah. it. You're given life so that you have the ability to create things like your creator did. Okay. So that's what la- so to labor, to work, to exercise your creative energy. That's that's what you're here to do.
1: I mean, I kind of
3: underst- I mean, I understand People that in don't some ways. Labor for that though. People well, labor for uh, money so they can do the other things they want to do.
2: Well, yeah, yeah. Now but, now you're getting into the magic stuff.
1: But to be fair, back when back in the day when I worked as an electrician, uh a few moons ago when I was working as an electrician, there was always this awesome feeling that came whenever we completed a job. And I looked at something that didn't exist before that me and the other crew started constructing it, and now there's something where there was nothing. That was always impressive to me. That was my favorite part of being an electrician was we built stuff. Mm -hmm. We took stuff that was not there, and we made something exist there. So I kind of understand that point of view, but at the same time, we worked like ten yeah, hours but, a day.
3: <clears throat> yes. I mean, let's be honest—you weren't there to do that.
1: No, I was there for the paycheck. Right, but the feeling was still rewarding. Well,
3: that's just taking pride in your work. I can see that. That's not—I don't—I th- I don't think that's really necessarily has anything to do with what he's saying. No, it though.
1: does.
2: You take pride in your work—that you haven't lived a life of idle hands and video games.
1: But uh, I. I don't know why you looked at me on that. I haven't played uh, a video I, game in Mostly forever. to avoid
2: looking at Bruce so he didn't oh. think I was talking about him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I knew he yeah. was because he didn't look
3: at me. <laughs> <laughs> ah.
1: So, uh, I, I don't know, man. I, I think work is something that should be taken by the rule of the slide. Like, Yeah, that's why I come here. Sometimes it'll be heavier. Sometimes it'll be lighter.
2: So I can enjoy the company of my coworkers and then come here with you guys.
3: I think he was trying to make a joke there. And yeah, it didn't really.
1: Yeah, you kind of missed the barn on that. No, one, I'm, Chief. I'm, it's
2: balancing all things. You...
1: And so, what do you think about the fat <laughs> masons? Do You think maybe they ought to be given a a refresher course in the temperature excess? Because I mean, we know. Yeah, like, I wanna.
2: I wanna see the guy that tries that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's
1: not gonna happen <laughs> when he gets eaten. <laughs> I mean, we know some masons who. I know what we're having for dinner. Who really, really eat. Yeah. Like, I know some guys who you know they're here because you hear them breathing yeah. before they ever come in the building. Mm-hmm. And it's not healthy.
2: No, there's some guys uh, our, our kitchen manager sees coming and starts pulling the desserts off of the buffet <laughs> table.
1: <laughs> well,
2: yeah. Uh, that little guy's been around more often. I missed him. Yeah. This guy's coming. Get
3: these cupcakes out of here. There won't be any left after lodge. That's why he didn't get me into that garlic bread last week. Yep. Oh, <laughs> no. He was saving it
1: because he I knew didn't him. have any. Yeah. large portion of it was going to be going to one man. Oh, man. Sorry, you were just in line close to that guy. That's why I got pulled up oh, out of garlic of course, bread. To go
2: back to the Albert Pike thing, have you guys seen portraits of that guy? Yeah. Yeah. He seemed to be like, you know. One of the people we're talking about.
1: And later in life, he was. Have you seen young pictures of him? Young pictures of him? Yeah. He's a young virile. Mm -hmm. It becomes much harder to maintain the physical shape. Well, it becomes harder to move. Yeah. I think it's part of the problem. Like, you're slower. Mm -hmm. And so you don't really burn as many calories. You lounge around more. I get that. This Is probably the dumbest topic that I've ever put on that whiteboard, but it led to a good discussion somehow. How's
2: that a dumb talk? That was a very serious question that we just mutilated into. I don't think nonsense, we mutilated. Which I think the physical fitness thing,
1: do. like, I brought it up as a joke because you're on me because I'm going Baptist on cupcakes. Yeah. Um,
2: actually, that's a good way of putting it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I am. Like, look, dude, like, here's the thing. Like,
2: I'm waiting when you decide to quit smoking and there's like a smoking prohibition within 500 feet of
1: the lodge. Right, right. Well, I'm not going to do that. Especially at this desk. Here's the thing. Sugar is my heroin. Mm -hmm. Like anything that's bad for me, that's what I want to eat.
2: I thought heroin was your heroin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm not as addicted to heroin (laughs) as I am to, which is surprising. not as addicted to the heroin as what I am to the horrible stuff to eat. So, yeah. It's it's harder for me to say no than what it would be for other people. And at the same time, I come in and after the breakfast, i like, you need to eat a donut. Eat a
2: donut. You know the reason I do that. Do you really that, do that to him? Yes, yeah, he but does. But there's a reason. Yeah. Oh. And the reason is because for years, this guy comes by after the breakfast and there's no donuts. I don't know where the donuts go. I've still never unsolved that riddle. Like, they are just disappeared sometime yeah. between the time I start pushing a broom and the time you get here. Yeah, But... Every time he up, a- there's no donuts? Mhm. Thanks for thinking of me, jerk. Mhm. He gave me so much hell about that. Yeah. That now I've made it a point to ensure there are donuts
1: for but Jason he when he gets. But he knows I'm here. not going to eat them. Just like he knew that I, I wasn't going to eat those cupcakes last week, but he still brought the cupcakes. I didn't No, he's going to tell you a story where he fixed dinner one time and there was no cupcakes and I threw a fit about no cupcakes. Yeah. It didn't happen. No. No, but I didn't bring the cupcakes. He was he was just doing I don't it. know where the
2: cupcakes came from. I just took credit for them.
1: You asked them to be brought here. You um, asked somebody to go get a cake.
2: No, I asked people to bring desserts because I wasn't bringing desserts.
1: And then you gave me hell about those cupcakes all the next day. No. there's cupcakes. You
3: that opened yourself up for it because
2: you spent half the there. night griping about who left these cupcakes out. I can't look at them.
3: Well, we need to be fair here. If the role were reversed, Jason would be doing that 100%. 100%
1: so.
2: more?
3: Well, yeah. yeah, Oh, yeah.
1: I'm not saying I wouldn't, but I'm okay. also not saying I'm a good guy. <laughs> <All right. laughs> I mean, well, now difference. that all like, that's like, out I have, in the open. I have no illusions that I'm not yeah, a good but troll. you weren't saying Harlan's a good guy either. That's what I'm just giving him examples of why he's not. He tries acting like an upstanding member of society. He's an evil <laughs> bastard. I don't. He, he needs has to examples. keep the face though.
3: He has a higher profile yeah. than you or yeah. right. I. mean, but I mean, like literally
1: yesterday, I walk in the door, and I, I've had a, a a protein bar, and two hard-boiled eggs that day, and he's like. Jason, there's donuts. Why don't you go get you a donut so you'll get in a better mood? Eat a donut. And I'm mean, like, I haven't even said hello yet. Like, he sends me a text. And he's like, hey, I need cigarettes on your way in. I buy him his $18 cigarettes because he's got to smoke these weird cigarettes that only hipsters smoke. He can't smoke like a pack of Marlboros or Camels. He's got to have some crap that's hand-rolled by an Indian chief in the ancient tobacco traditions of Indians. And then I bring him his cigarettes, hand them to him. He immediately goes off and like, Jason, there's donuts. You want some donuts? Thanks for my cigarette. No, he didn't say thanks for my cigarettes. He just kept on about the mother trucking donuts and was like, get a donut, man. Have some donuts. Eat some donuts. And I'm like, I know that I'm going to that party tomorrow night. So most of my calorie intake for the day is going to be whiskey involved. And I'm like, I can't have a donut today, man. Why don't you just leave me alone? Leave me alone about the donuts. Like, I think you should have a donut. I saved you some donuts. You used to want donuts. Now I got you some donuts. You need to eat fat again. You feel too good.
3: Do you think he's just mad because now the shoe's on the other foot and you have a chance to do this to him more than... He's, he's
2: just mad because he's hungry. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. that's
1: a possibility. It's,
3: that's a thing.
2: That's, hungry. that's how that goes. It's like <laughs> the guy quitting smoking that no one wants to be around for a while.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I'm thinking about... Uh-oh. I'm thinking, hey, what's up? We're good. What's going on? What? Hello. It's Mac. Mac. Oh, Mac. you doing oh, show? Yeah, what's up, Mac? Have a seat. Uh, Come on ha- Have a seat. Have a seat.
2: Welcome to Dateline. Have a seat. Yeah. <laughs> I can't see to
1: get in here. <laughs> <laughs> right. the light over so he can get in. So, yeah, anyway. Um,
3: All right. Here, I'll let you hold that. Bruce, he's getting it on his phone. All
1: right, you feel better now?
3: Now that you got uh, the got, got,
2: got, got, got your rant out.
1: I mean, no, I don't feel better. Okay, good.
2: Uh, I think we'll move on. I think we should. Because otherwise you're going to start gnawing on someone's arm. That tail you lost? I'm going to whoop you with it. That's probably Ooh. what's going to happen with it. Not like that. Giggity.
3: He needs that, Jason. Yeah. <laughs> Keeps him balanced.
1: Does. So here I have a question. <clears> okay. <throat> what should the Tyler do... If a Cowan comes into the lodge, or is attempting to come into the lodge, well, should he first stab him with the sword? Is that is that move number no. one? I it think
2: is. move number one is what our Tyler did here the one time that's actually happened. Our uh, four-foot friend, who the only night we've ever had him sit in as Tyler was the only night in this lodge where somebody was trying to force their way inside. And he just sent him packing. I don't know what he did.
1: No, it was a mentally ill gentleman, if I remember correctly. But he, he, yeah, it was.
2: You know what
3: he did. We talking about the guy with the belt buckle? Yeah. That's what he did.
1: Oh, he disappeared him.
2: So if your Tyler is not a warlock, um, (laughs) I suppose. (laughs) That's a a better defense
3: than a sword, let's be honest. Or more limited. I mean, call Uh, the cops, right? That's what you mean. I
2: mean, that would would be a standard thing is to beat on the door, tell the master. You alert the lodge that, that to. There's an Stop issue, the and then the guys can handle it. You, you call the police, you do whatever. That works in a community like ours, where the police are nearby. We're not in Detroit. It's not going to take them four hours to get it's here. True. A- and the government authorities can handle that. There's, there's ways of addressing it. True. Unless you've got like an active shooter, in which case you hope there are cops in your lodge like ours that start shooting back.
1: Who take off their weapons before they enter the lodge room.
2: Yeah, so they're like outside the door. As is
1: the rule. Yes, and the shooters outside the door.
2: Yeah, we have multiple doors. I think we're good in our lodge. Okay, but the whole guns thing. Well, that, stirred up a yeah, whole other controversy. Yeah, that
1: that happened in that thread was uh, one of them said his Tyler packed heat, and that
2: and if you're in the right community, maybe your Tyler should.
1: Mm, y Yeah. I, I tend to agree with you. I mean,
2: do you think that our brethren who are meeting in somebody's basement in Kabul are putting their Tyler out in where? In in Kabul or who? or anywhere? Where? Ah.
3: It's you know how he is. Yeah, with I, I know. Geography outside the <laughs> I highly
2: doubt they're sitting their Tyler outside the door.
3: With, with anything, a ceremonial
2: yeah.
1: sword and not an AK-47. Yeah, they're probably rocking the AK on that, like gold ones. And well,
2: I, the sword's
3: I, a metaphor.
2: It's not, though, because when these lodges were first set up, like early lodges, before the foundation it, of the Grand it, Lodge, it, it, I the mean, guy had a it, sword, The sword it was, a was sword. the weapon. Okay,
3: but it has to be, because times have evolved where a sword isn't the weapon to have anymore. Right. right. I don't know,
1: if dude's got a knife and I got a sword, I'm probably gonna win.
3: Okay, but, what if he's got a gun and you've got a sword? Uh, well, I'm gonna
1: do that, like, real fast Japanese thing where you block the
3: bullets uh, with the okay. sword. Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, okay. it's... Not everywhere has evolved at the same rate that the United States has. And not every place in the United States has evolved that far. And there are some circumstances where the Tyler actually needs to be an outer guard. Yeah. You don't need a rotund guy from our last topic with a ceremonial sword. There are some places you... He might where trip you, and
1: stab himself.
2: You need a physically capable man with modernized weaponry to secure your meeting if your life is actually at stake for being in your lodge.
1: Right. Now, how do you feel about a a gentleman bringing a firearm into the lodge? Because I've seen this happen.
2: We found out that it was happening here and dealt with it swiftly. Um, Your lodge should have a facility with the Tyler to check those things on your way in and out. And if it doesn't, and you have people carrying weapons into your lodge room, you may be doing
1: something wrong. Yes. I think it's a principal thing. You don't... Mm hmm yeah, you don't carry. How
2: are you going to deal with new state law that says the person has a right to carry a firearm anyway? Uh, this is this is the Masonic
1: fraternity, so I think we can make. I mean, he's got the yeah, right private to private property, and we have the right to ask him to leave.
2: I mean, if you come to my house and I don't want you to have a firearm, I tell you to leave.
1: Yeah, it's.
2: I guess it could get tricky for some of those lodges that meet in you know government facilities.
4: Well, the new state law doesn't say
1: government. It says anywhere. Yeah, yeah, it does say anywhere, but then again, it's private property. I mean, we can ask I mean, him I mean, to he's, leave. He's
3: still going to have to respect however the lodge wants to do it. Or he's going to be coming in by force, which that's... <laughs> we just talked about that.
2: Then Plus, the Tyler calls the why, popo. Why does our Tyler use that sword when we have like these gargantuan setting malls laying over here in the east? They're slow. I traveling
1: around I've discovered not every lodge has those.
2: No, no, they're uniquely ours, but yeah. they're much more effective for the Tyler than any sword. I
1: mean they'll Are definitely they're... they'll
2: definitely knock you out. There's no doubt about that. They'll uh they'll put a heart in I mean them. that small one's pretty fast if you got a good arm on you. Yeah, well You definitely yeah. slug a, a baseball out of a park with it.
3: It's a little far from the Tyler.
2: Well that's what I meant. Why does he have a sword out there instead of that setting mall? Or as a setting mall for the master to use when Jason gets out of line like I, I had to do. Yeah, there you go. that one. Yep. That's it. <coughs> Fantastic. What, what are you
1: doing? Nothing. What are you doing?
2: Are you texting like a teenage girl while we're recording the show?
1: Dude, it's the only time I know where you're at and your wife's home alone. Leave me alone. Uh, Bob's getting squirrely over there. What? We're We're talking about him. And about how he needs to... Never mind. Look, I'll talk to you about it after the show. She's got a list of things for us to discuss. Mm. Also, where your tail might be. Hmm. I think she knows.
3: I bet it's in the 100-acre woods.
1: It's in the jar with my... Never mind.
2: Uh. <laughs> right, so... What would your Tyler do?
1: Our Tyler would...
2: Well, besides the warlock who would disappear the guy. Yeah, I mean, he would. Uh, our normal Tyler is probably alert ass producer Marshall, who yeah. could handle
1: himself. Actually, anyway. he wouldn't even need he a sword. Would probably, <laughs> yeah, just bounce <laughs> just, the guy. He used to be a bouncer at, at <laughs> just adult establishment. establishments. So. Pick
2: him yeah. up by the collar and <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> right out the door.
3: Yeah, I don't think he'd have to do that. I think you just look at him and they'd go, yeah. be like like,
1: uh, am I, mean, I going to have to throw you out, or are you going to walk mind. out?"
2: He's, he's done that to some of the regular I'll members. I'll try a so, yeah, I
1: think most of the time when this is going to come up. And in some, like, inner-city lodges, because, you know, lodges were in the cities and, uh, you know, in the neighborhoods have degraded. Somebody may be coming in trying to rob because you've got guys showing up in halfway decent cars and suits in some lodges. Mm -hmm. And they may think that there's money there, which, knowing this fraternity, there's probably not. No, there's
2: like $20
1: in the the hat. And it's already in the hat. So So it's easy. Just grab the hat and run. Or it's somebody that has mental illness issues because that's been popping that's, up on Reddit all morning long. That's the big one. Yeah, that think we're controlling them with MK Ultra and stuff. And yes. So because
2: somebody couldn't keep their mouth shut.
1: <laughs> but the problem with 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 those guys is is they're crazy, which means they could be dangerous. Not that they are dangerous, mm-hmm. but the possibility of dangerous exists.
2: Yes. So uh, it's. Like like everything we talk about, unique to your individual lodge. Yeah. I don't think there are any applicable landmarks. Which is a whole other conversation for a different show in my chats with some Grand Lodge people. That's a common frustration I never thought about with Grand Lodges. What's that? We always talk about the landmarks. Yeah. But in reality there aren't. Any defined landmarks. They're just whatever a given grand jurisdiction says they are. And if your grand jurisdiction resembles ours close enough, then we'll say you're regular. Yeah. But they've never been codified anywhere that's authoritative.
1: Yeah, I've seen several different lists of...
2: uh, Yeah. So how your Tyler is armed and how he deals with Cowans and eavesdroppers, that's up to your own lodge and your own jurisdiction.
1: Double tap Center Mass. That's my new landmark. (laughs)
2: Which, if it's a...
4: Speaking of which, when you put your application in. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> this is the police, ladies and yeah, gentlemen. Yeah, he is a officer of the law. Bob has called in reinforcements. Yeah, Well, we were
2: getting a little squirrely earlier. Yeah, we were. You were starting to fly off the handle about that donut thing. He was getting scared. <laughs> yeah, it was the picture of Flo
1: that I think really got it going on. My wife dressed as Flo, the insurance lady. Dressed.
2: Yeah, let's go with that. Well, she had the apron on. Yeah, yeah.
1: And shoes.
4: Mm. Congratulations on
2: your appointment.
1: Oh, thank you. So, uh, Paul Mall Cigarettes. Last week we had Oreos. <laughs> Go on. Paul Mall Cigarettes, the emblem on the front of the pack, which I'll post a picture of this on the subreddit, is a Knights Templar emblem. The Latin under it is a Knights Templar saying that means something. Ground Keeper Josh knew what it was. He told me this morning. I've already forgot. That was a couple hours ago. But uh, we left out the cigarettes. So, so far, Masonic Images on cigarettes and Oreos. If only we could get some Masonic whiskey, we'd be good to go.
2: I'm virtually certain that wouldn't be difficult. I'm like, pretty sure it, There are so yet. many different types of whiskey yeah. and manufacturers around the world that yeah. No that that's gotta be an easy one. We just look it up.
1: So next lodge night I'm yes. gonna skip to smoke cigarettes, drink whiskey, and eat Oreos.
2: I'm guessing Jameson's might have something.
1: It might, I don't know. I'll I don't, have to look into it I don't drink Irish whiskey even though that's my homeland. <laughs> it's too expensive, you gotta import it.
2: That's true. You just make that stuff with corn right here locally. Corn liquor Um Yeah. So maybe it's it's our own brothers who are contributing to the rotund unhealthiness.
1: I, I do believe them uh, to be evil gentlemen. Mm-hmm. It is a worldwide conspiracy of cigarettes, and diabetes, and MK Ultra implants.
2: Because, as as you know from the guidestones, we're supposed to be controlling the
1: population. Mm-hmm. So, what better way to do it than and Oreos and cigarettes by lung cancer and diabetes? Yeah, I agree one hundred percent
2: the problem is we somehow managed to get caught up in our own scheme
1: we've we forgot it's been so long we forgot <laughs> that it was our scheme it see we're just peanuts around the jar right right little cog in a big machine we were a big cog we wouldn't be smoking and eating oreos cuz we would know those are for those people
3: yeah
2: the porch masons
1: yeah the porch masons that always sounds really bad Every time we say it, I like feel bad After we say it Every time It's
3: cause of that other phrase You usually say
1: Yeah <clears throat> That's not fair You're right It's
3: not You should stop saying it
1: Because My uncle Referred to all
3: children And like This is gonna sound Like really <laughs> racist It's never complete Until Jason defends it <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead Jason <laughs> This is no joke, and, like, Kevin Smith touched on this in one of
1: his movies, but my uncle referred to all children, any, like, kids, as a porch monkey.
2: Not not a yard ape, but a no, porch monkey. No,
1: a porch monkey. Any kid, like, under the age of eight was a porch monkey. <laughs> and, and, and like, it wasn't a racial thing. Like, he called me a porch monkey on numerous occasions, and I'm so damn white, I'm near clear. And that's just one of the things he said. And so I never knew it had racial connotations. Until way later, whenever I'm just trying to be like my cool uncle who calls kids porch monkeys and called some kids a porch monkey, and they're like, "What'd you say?"
2: It's true. Jason didn't discover racial awareness till Quentin Tarantino started making movies. Well,
3: That's there. there what there, there aren't many other races in his hills. Let's be fair. Yeah, pretty take much that, all you Irish. Take
1: that. There's a lot of Irish, but there's some, I've, I've been up in those hills. There's some black people up my hills. What are you trying to say? We're integrated. <laughs>
2: Ain't no Jews up there, but that's by no. choice. No, no, just at the grocery store down at the bottom of the hill.
1: Well, you guys are running it yeah. with your waiting. No, we're scales. not.
2: No, those are the those are the Indians now. Oh, yeah, There's something in this area, there's like this one Indian family that owns like every gas station, little grocery mart yeah, within is, like a hundred miles of
1: here. That is a thing,
2: and the hotels. They got in the hotel business too. They're they, they own everything.
1: Yeah. So uh, we've got. Uh, one last topic on the, my tail fell off again, whiteboard. It's better. Yeah. You're it's getting, getting better. Yeah. You're yeah. Getting practice, there. practice, yeah. Uh, and that's the Masonic Radio Theater, uh, as we've talked about it before. Brother Bill, uh, Texas Bill, uh, and Brother uh, Johnson from the Wins Came You podcast have put together a Masonic Radio-themed show that is set like in the 40s it's like an old radio drama show and and every few weeks they bring every couple weeks they bring you another one and it it sounds like old radio dramas and they're really cool and it's a really good idea and they ran an ad for after lodge this week that was uh put together by our good friend nick the millennial freemason and it is a fantastic ad and if you haven't listened to that show yet you need to go download Masonic Radio Theater and uh, give that a listen because it's really cool. And uh, the After Lodge crew will probably be on an upcoming episode. Will we? Uh, yes, we will. I mean, mm-hmm. I was trying to hint that maybe we would be, but I'm going to go this ahead and do This would tell be you, a good yes, opportunity to
2: explain, again, some of the doctrines of agency law. Go ahead. Such as your ability to bind the rest of us to contracts needs to well, be curtailed.
1: Now would be the good time to explain to you that the first time we talked about Masonic Radio Theater, mm-hmm. you, if I'm not mistaken, are the one who, on the show that we record and upload to the worldwide intertubes, that we should have parts on the show at some point yeah. and do a part on the show. I did. So you're the one who put it out there for the universe that you would like to be a part of a production mm-hmm. of an episode.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now that the people who diligently work to put together said episodes have listened to you yeah. and gave you something you put out there that you wanted, mm-hmm. it's time for you to shut your f***ing pie hole and f- do it. And I know you got to edit and I don't care <laughs> because I don't care. I might go on
2: strike this week with all these edits. Bye. Bye. And also, Bye. I did want to. We can replace you.
3: Jason's running on like two cylinders. If you I leave, know. I, I mean, what, it, I can't carry this thing.
2: I did want to, but uh, then my wife found out that I had said that I want to, and now I'm in trouble. So,
1: Well, you're going to do it. Mm. And you're going to like it. <laughs> Good talk, gentlemen.
2: <laughs> you're not my real dad. No You're old enough to be But you're not Oh boy Thanks for listening to episode 43 Of the After Lodge podcast uh, Jason's hungry rants Will continue to come to you For at least three more weeks What's a, what's a typical period of withdrawal? Is it three weeks? Four weeks? What do you mean three more? What are y'all talking about? I don't know. How long does it take before like the withdrawal symptoms are over?
3: I, I don't think for sugar ever.
2: Oh.
1: I think it's like die. heroin, dude. You want it the rest of your life. All right.
2: So we will be uh, bringing Just this fantastic taste. stuff to you in perpetuity. So you can check out the show notes at www.afterlodge.com. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook or Twitter at After Lodge. Be sure to leave us a voicemail at the uh, phone number that's, again, in the show notes, because it's not on the... My tail fell off again. Whiteboard? (laughs) Yeah, us on IRC at IRC.snewnet.org. Pound sign, Freemasonry. And, uh...
3: Did you say Reddit?
2: Oh, yeah. Of course. Most of our activity on the Freemasonry
1: and After Lodge subreddits.
3: Everything off the list? Sounds good to me. All
2: right. We'll see you next week, brothers. Thanks for listening.
1: Gentlemen, it has been a pleasure.
4: Say it all, say it all Say somebody got to say it all Somebody got to say it all Yeah, adjectives on the typewriter He moves his words like a prize fighter The frenzied pace of the mind inside the cell